Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Fake Spike Podcast. This year, Tyler, I'm Cole, and uh, we're going to be your hosts for hopefully a long time. What's up, guys? Now, before we get this thing started, we wanted to say who we are, what our favorite team is, and uh, how long we've been watching the NFL for. My name is Cole, or CJ, depends on the day of the week. Steelers, right. I know, horrible season, but anyway. I've been watching the NFL and playing football for about 15 years now. I thought you were tired after high school. What's up? Stopped playing football about seven years ago, but, you know, Uh, I was playing before I was watching, so. That's fair. And uh, T? Uh, My name is Tyler. I am a basketball man. (laughs) Now, uh, I've been, we'll call it watching off and on, mostly off. That's how we'll describe it. Since 2012. Or 2011, whenever Cole made me pick a team, and I picked the Saints, um, they had a cool logo. Saints are my team. Once I, you know, make a decision, I kind of stick with it. Thankfully, I've been fairly lucky up until this season. The Saints are uh, two and four this season, so not doing too hot. Um, tried out for the football team in high school. Wasn't going to happen. Played a lot of basketball. That's about it. Right. All right. Now. We want to talk about some things going on in the NFL right now. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back this week on Thursday Night Football. And the last two Thursday Night games have been absolutely horrible. Thankfully, I work Saturday or Thursday nights and haven't watched either one of them. Have you caught any of those two games? No, I'm generally pretty busy on Thursdays, so I, I just kind of keep an eye on my phone. I'm definitely going to have to sit down and watch it this Thursday if I can. Oh, it's on Prime. I have Prime. I'm going to sit down and watch it this Thursday because the Saints. There you go. Um, but, yeah, the uh, last two Thursday night games have been horrible. One was 12-7, to 7 and the one before that was 12-9. to 9. So, with the Cardinals and the Saints, D-Hop back, and the Cardinals traded for Robbie Anderson today. Tyler, do you know who Robbie Anderson is? You know, Cole, I'm going to say no. The Cardinals traded for him, so I'm not too worried about him because it doesn't involve the Saints. Well, he just did leave your division. He was a wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, what's up? <laughs> Tyler plays fantasy, so he knows a few key names. Fantasy is is the reason I got back into watching football, actually. This is probably the season that I've been most consistent watching it. Definitely has been. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I think the game on Thursday is going to be a pretty damn good game especially compared to the last two. Uh, I think D-Hop's probably going to come out and get a touchdown in his first game. And hopefully Alvin Kamara looks pretty good. He has been so far. Well, He's, I don't know what's gotten into him. He, I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't know what's gotten into him. He's shown up the last two weeks, thankfully. Hey, thank God, because I was struggling a little James bit. What's that? Sorry to cut you off. Uh, maybe it's because Jameis isn't there. I uh yeah that that breaks the heart a little bit. Well, somebody's got to pick up the scoring load. I can't. It's something with his back. I can't remember what what it, what it was exactly. But I, I, I think know he something. had two fractures in his back. Yeah, he should actually like just be done playing football if his back's that bad. For, for at least a few weeks, he probably needs surgery. But yeah, um, I am no doctor, so I have no idea. I'm a doctor at economics. You're a doctor of thugonomics. Okay. Um, in that case, you should probably be a Patriots fan, John Cena. 
right, all right, all right. All right, and um, let's see here. Um, let's talk about a couple of the games that happened this week. Uh, first off, the Steelers. We'll talk. We'll, we'll touch base on your team a little bit first. Um, Steelers beat the Bucks miraculously. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that happened. The Bucks going into the game three and two. The Steelers one and four. Um, Steelers were also missing our number one safety and our three top corners. I, don't I know. heard that. I, that's just I don't know, man. Like the team willed itself to win, especially with Kenny Pickett going out in the third quarter with a concussion. It was cutting it close to you guys. It was eight, uh, 20 to 18 in favor of the Steelers. Um, I thought one of my buddies at work is a Steelers fan, ironically enough. He was telling me that look, a lot of their defensive pieces were missing and just not where they needed to be. Um, and somehow you guys beat Tom Brady, who um, with with um, deflated balls is one of the best players to ever touch the game of football. Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, interesting enough, I don't think Tom Brady was too worried about the Steelers at all. Because Saturday night, he was at Robert Kraft's wedding. Uh, Robert Kraft being the owner of the New England Patriots. Say oh. that for Tyler, not the audience. Um, okay, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have known that. Yeah, so that's pretty funny. He was like, you know, instead of going to the walkthrough with my team, I'm going to go to the old owner's wedding. Yeah, that is kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, worked out in the Steelers' favor, I guess. That is true. The next one I want to talk about since we talked about the Steelers a little bit is the Saints game. We should have beat the Bengals. I am wildly upset about that. We went in 20 to 14 in the first half, and then we just got shit on in the second half. Um, it broke my back. Not my back, my heart. Jesus Christ. Broke no, my heart. Good. It broke my heart quite a bit. Um, kind of really sucked, but it is what it is. Um, another good matchup, Eagles 5-0, and Cowboys 4-1. and What do you think about that one? Six and zero. Now they are going into the game. I mean, I apologize. Uh, should have, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Eagles' defense finally gave Cooper Rush something he couldn't handle, and uh, the Cowboys are lucky enough to get Dak back next week. Is that a good thing, though? I think yeah, Dak's better than Cooper Rush. I don't care what anybody says. But from what I'm seeing, Cooper Rush has been. I mean, at least in his because what he's only started six games in his career and four or five of them have been this season or something like that. So like talking about it like that, you got to think this kid's doing like pretty good as, as a starter for the first time and for, for like the first real time in his life. You know what I mean? Right. Well, from what I've heard and what I've seen, he's been kind of a check down Charlie, just, you know, two yards past the line of scrimmage and letting them run with it. But, um, so I'm going to make a basketball reference because that's what I do, okay? That's what you do. You know the San Antonio Spurs, right? What about them? If you watch the game, you are going to fall asleep. Boring, but they have five championships between 1998 and 2000 and now. Boring basketball wins championships. So boring football clearly wins games. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll, we'll see, man. Um Look, um, the Eagles are one of the best teams in the league this year. And so who knows? Maybe that loss isn't entirely on uh, just Cooper Rush. It's definitely not all on Cooper Rush. 
But uh, I think Dak would have given them a better chance to win. I don't know if he's going to make that total difference to a point where they could beat the Eagles. Right. Speaking of the Eagles, though, one thing I'm really concerned about for them, they score almost all of their points in the second quarter. The other three quarters are like, hey, don't worry about it. All just the second quarter. I just went and looked. So I didn't think about that. But when I was going through um, the games on my phone, I saw that they scored 20 points in the second quarter. And I do remember because now, you know, I have YouTube TV, Cole has YouTube TV. Um, so we kind of watch the same games. The Eagles are on every week. Well, we do live in the Pennsylvania right. area. Well, we live above Philly, but I was just going to say Pennsylvania and leave it at that. Um, we don't live on the Pittsburgh side. We live on the other side. Right, so we get the Eagles games all the time. So I watch a lot of Eagles games because I have fantasy players on the Eagles. He has fantasy players on the Eagles. And I was – I like, that occurred to me that they really do, like, as I was looking through the games, that they really just score a lot in the first half and, you know, kind of take a nap in the second half. Maybe not take a nap, but you get the idea. And they definitely slow down in the second half. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's – Young legs. Or if it's just them saying, let's just ride it out and play it safe. I don't know what it is. Young legs. When you're young, you put all your energy into those first couple plays, and then you're fucking trying to recover for the next whatever. So they probably just put all their energy into the first half and then need to, you know, take it slow. Though, granted, football games are, like, freakishly long, and the breaks are are quite long. And the Eagles uh, have a bye this week, and then next week, well, this coming week, they have the bye in. After that, they play the Steelers at home. So, yeah, I'm in a I'm in a tough spot fantasy wise this week. I got yeah. Trevor Lawrence to to save me, but that's about it. Yeah, I got a uh, I got Dak, and that's about it. Oh, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen, I'm by. So at least anyway, we're getting screwed. Yeah. Anyway, um, what were we saying? Eagles come back from that bye. And then they have the Steelers at home. Pittsburgh does horrendous in Philadelphia for some reason. So you can't say it's a long trip. Um, so I'm pretty sure they're going to be 7-0. and And they don't really have that rough of a schedule. So I'm worried about them finishing like 15-3. and 13-4. Yeah, words are hard. My bad, buddy. You think 15-2? and two? I think they could. I mean, I don't know if they're even going to lose two games, if I'm being honest. Everybody loses. They're going to have to lose a game at some point, buddy. And then it's going to rattle them. They're going to – you know how it works. Life is all the same. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, But I do think that that's eventually going to catch up with them scoring all their points in the second quarter. But um, Fair enough. Speaking of uh, Josh Allen and the Bills, did you catch any of that Bills and Chiefs game? I watched a little bit of it, but then the woman had me cook dinner, so kind of in a tough spot. She was a pain in the butt, ain't she? I had to uh, bake the salmon, man, and cook the noodles and do all that fun stuff. She's going to look like a fish anyway. Um, I do have uh, NFL Plus, and I sent you the link so you can watch that game. Yes, I have the app on my phone. I haven't signed in yet. Okay. Um. The business, the business that is the Fake Spike Podcast purchased the uh, NFL Plus. <laughs> so, 
So I did have one. I, I just thought of one thing. So, so I have my little flow chart here for those not watch, uh, for those that can't see my desk. Um, Which is everybody but you. Right. So after after we touch base on this recap, we we're going to go into predictions. But I have, uh, as I'm looking at the standings for the NFL, I have one thing I want to ask you about. So we have a lot of great teams in the league right now. Uh, Eagles are 6-0, obviously. But there are one, two, three teams that are five and one. A lot of them fall to 500, you know, maybe two and four. There's, there's, uh, I believe there's, there's a one, three and one team. That's the Texans, a one and four team. Uh, there's definitely a lot of shitty teams, but there are three teams that fall five and one Buffalo Bills, the sure. New York Giants, and then the uh, Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. So that's three. In your opinion, right. as a as a uh, a football fan, uh, best and worst, like rank them one, two, three: Vikings, uh, Giants, and the Bills. The Bills are definitely number one. Josh Allen is scary good. Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs are two of the best wide receivers I've seen together this okay. year. Not all time this year. They're really good together. Uh, Gabe Davis had an injury a few weeks ago, and he. Didn't look too great, but week one looked amazing. And these past two weeks, he's looked amazing. So um, I'm hearing that the and I'm sorry, uh, I got to toss a little thing in there. Um, I'm hearing that people are saying like the Giants are the worst five and one team in history. What's the deal with that? The Giants, yeah, I put the Giants three in the list. Um, Saquon Barkley is an absolutely amazing back, but their wide receivers. Like the rookie's pretty good, Wandale Robinson. He's looked good so far. Um, Daniel Jones has looked good this season, but throughout the rest of his career, he's looked horrible. And um, that offensive line's very middle of the pack. Defense is doing pretty good, winning them some games. Uh, but yeah, that offense isn't much to speak about other than the rookie and Saquon. So I'm looking over their schedule. Um, and I, I doubt it's a schedule thing. Like, I don't – it's not people are saying they're the worst five and one because they have the easiest schedule. Because their first game, Tennessee Titans, three and two. Uh, the Panthers, who are, you know, admittedly pretty fucking bad this year. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys was their one loss. They beat the Bears 20 to 12. They beat the Packers 27 to 22. And they beat the Ravens, Ravens 20 to 24, 24 to 20. Um so I don't think it's a scheduling thing. Like they don't have the easiest schedule in the league. Cause if you, if you consider that to be the case and they would have played like the Texans um, or even Raiders, the commander, something like that for the easy schedule. So what is the bears are also awful. And don't let that, uh, don't let that two and four record fool you. They're horrible. Um, Justin Fields has looked pretty bad himself, but uh, yeah, when it comes to the giants, I don't think it's a schedule thing. I think a lot of it has to do with coaching, that uh, new head coach they got over there. It's just a world difference between uh, him and Joe Judge, which was so, the head coach last year. What is the reason they're 5-1 and one if they're as bad as people think they are? Like I said, I think it's coaching, man. I think he's just willing them to victories. A coach can do this sometimes. Uh, sometimes a lot of the time, or a lot of the time, you can have a coach with a bunch of average players who will do better than a shitty coach with a bunch of phenomenal players. Um. Not not uh, this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that. They were playing the Packers in London. And at one point, I think they were down 17-0 to zero 
or they were down 17 points, something like that. I think I was watching that game somewhere. And I um, worked that chip. That game was a little early for me. Fair enough. Well, that was – you said not last week, the week before, so the Packers. I want to say I was watching that game. Yeah, it was on at like 9.30 in the morning. That sounds like a solid game. <laughs> that is fair. You guys will find out very, very shortly that I am definitely a a morning bird or a early bird, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I used to be before I started working this shift. Um, Dude, I, I tried the, the early or the late night thing a couple times at retail jobs, and then I got a job where I had to be in the door at 3.30 in the morning. And since then, I've been – well, I've been like this my whole life. But since that job, I had to be an hour away at 3.30 in the morning. We wouldn't get out till 7 o'clock at night. That shit sucked. Money was good. This was like 2017 when $15 an hour meant something. Uh, back in the day. Um, yeah, uh, did you catch any of the Jets Packers game this week? No, boy. No, I was just explaining this to Cole. I was freakishly busy this last week. Normally, my whole Sunday is spent football. Uh, and then I'll be watching this Thursday for the Saints. But normally, I just catch whatever's on Sunday. Um, we went to uh, my girl's grandparents' house, actually. And her uncles are giant football fans. It was, some, it was her grandfather's birthday. And are they was, giant fans or are they just large fans? Okay. One dude is large. He's like 6'6", 320. He's a big dude. I, I never felt demoralized by meeting a girl's family. Normally, I'm just like, you know, the biggest guy there. But this guy kind of, like, looks down on me a little bit. But we, we sat in the living room the whole time watching football. Everybody, everybody else did the birthday thing. Right. You know. Oh, um, looking at last week's scores, I want to bring something up to you. Yes. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but I've seen it on Instagram. The Vikings and Dolphins game. Dolphins yes. have a huge advantage at their stadium. Because the home sideline has yes. a thing that hangs over it. <laughs> and um, it was like 30 yeah. degrees cooler on the home side, wasn't it? Yep. The away sideline does not have that. The Viking sideline at one point was 120 degrees, whereas uh, the Dolphin sideline was 90 degrees. You're going to give the, the uh, I thought it was, I, I guessed 30. I knew it was 20 plus, but I guess at 30. You're gonna give the team heat stroke, dude. <laughs> Bro, Miami's trying to kill some people, man. And they still lost. They're like, still I don't know shit. how the hell that thing got up to 120 degrees. Uh, it was I have no clue. like two thermometers. But yeah. They're three and three, and they've oh, they did win uh their first two home games, admittedly. So I guess it's working, but the Vikings just they're Vikings, you know. They're Vikings. They're Vikings. Uh, no, the Vikings have a really good team. Um, yeah, I'd rank them above the Giants, but below the Bills when it comes to that five and one. Ranking. We got Bills, Vikings, Giants. Got it. I forgot we were talking about that. Yeah, right. Um, I didn't catch much of the Cardinals Seahawks game. Uh, were there any other games that stood out? I think that's how we should probably do the recap part. Any other games that stood out to you? Talk about the Steelers, um, talk about the Saints. We um, talked about the Eagles-Cowboys game. We talked about the Bills and Chiefs a little bit, right? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Josh, Allen, Josh Allen is amazing. Guy's freaking huge, too. I looked uh, 
at one point the camera showed him standing next to somebody and I had to Google how tall he was. He's six foot five. Um well quarterbacks and tight ends generally are the tallest people on the court, right? Or and the center. Uh, of course. On the field. And the center, I guess, could be a massive dude too. And all linemen are massive, dude. Um, but yeah. The Bills look really good. The Chiefs look really good. Those two teams look like they're heading straight towards the AFC Championship to beat the shit out of each other. All right, so now we're going to hop into predictions. Uh, I got them written down on my my uh, sticky notes here. So I'm going to read them off. Cole, give me your predictions. I'll give you mine after yours. All right, we did not. We do not have the Vegas Lions yet, so I'm not going to be playing with those. We're just going off who's going to win, who's going to lose. Right, Saints-Cardinals. Uh. Give me the Cardinals. I, I have to take the Saints as, as a Saints fan. That's just how it's going to be. Browns-Ravens. Browns-Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Deshaun Watson's still not back yet. Browns haven't looked that great in the past couple weeks. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm taking the Ravens the Ravens as well. Next, we got the Bucks-Panthers. Uh, Tom Brady's going to be pissed losing to the Steelers, and he's going to murder some Panthers. I, I have to say the Bucks, the Panthers are just doing way too bad this season. And I want them to do better. You know, Christian McCaffrey and all that, but this was not happening. Colts, Titans, actually one of the closer games. Three, two, and one for the Colts and three and two for the Titans. Uh give me the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is gonna run some people over. And uh that defense is gonna help them win. I'm gonna go Colts, I think. That's a, it's a tough call, um, but there actually there are quite a few injuries on the Colts. Uh, I'm looking at it. Uh, Blackman, Brown, Taylor, uh, Pay, Hines. I, I you know what I changed my answer. I have to go Titans. <laughs> I just looked at the injury list, and that is not looking too hot. Um, next we have the Falcons, Bengals. Uh, give me the Bengals. I think the uh, Falcons are going to be a little high after uh, winning their game last week against the 49ers. And Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, it's just a deadly offense. Um, Tight end is out for – one of the tight ends is out for the Falcons. I'm going to go Bengals, um, just kind of based off that. Giants-Jags. Oh, what are you ooing? I Jags, but the Giants are doing too good to bet against them. It's scary to bet against them. I'm, I'm, going, the Giants. I'm going Giants on the Greg, Greg Popovich vote there, buddy. Great coach. Lions-Cowboys. This is another easy one, I think. Yeah, I'd like to say the Lions, but I just can't. I think the Cowboys are going to run them over. I'm on board with that, actually. Uh, Packers-Commanders. Packers, I, the Commanders, the, especially with Carson Wentz, going to be out for four to six weeks. By the way, I forgot to mention that. Uh, he has a fractured finger. Going to be out a while. Give me the uh, – uh, who the hell are they playing? The, the Packers versus the Commanders. The Washington the Redskins, Cole. The Washington Redskins. So just because I want to shoot for the underdog, I'm going to say the Commander. They just won last week, so maybe they're on a high and they're rolling. Right, Probably not. The seven Thursday night game. They're on a high from that. <laughs> Twelve points is a lot. Uh, Jets Broncos. Uh, Jets Broncos. Uh, give me the Jets. They've been doing uh, really good since Zach Wilson came back. 
I like that young corner there, Sauce. And uh, it's just a gut feeling on that one. I'm going just as well. The Broncos have an extensive injury list. Yeah, they do. A giant one. Um, So I'm going to go Jets as well. Next, we got the Texans versus the Raiders. Battle of the bottom is what I'll call this one. Not a lot of injuries on this, though. Um, It really depends on if Devontae Adams gets suspended for a game. I'm going to lean with the Raiders right now. I think they'll finally figure out a way to get another win. I'm going to go – so both these teams are pretty bad, like very, very bad. But I'm going to actually go with – I'm going to say the Texans just because they're 13th in the league for points allowed per game. So I'm going to roll with that. Like their defense seems to be pretty good. It's it's clearly top 50% um, just by, you know, math. Chiefs 49ers. Chiefs 49ers. Chiefs have a couple injuries. Nothing, nothing too crazy. The Chiefs lost to the Bills. Uh, The the 49ers lost to the Falcons. Both teams are going to be a little pissed off. Uh, 49ers have a really good defense, but I'm not sure if they can stop. Mahomes, Kelsey, and Andy Reid leading the charge there. So I'm going to go with Chiefs. I'm going to go with Chiefs too because they are the leader in points per game in the NFL. I'm a stats yeah. person. I think 49ers are giving up the least amount of points though. I, uh, you know, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna roll with the Chiefs. All right. Um, next we got Seahawks Chargers. I. Uh, this is we're recording this before the Monday night game. So if anything happens to Justin Herbert or something, answer's going to be different. But right now I'm going with the Chargers. I am going to go with Chargers based off the injury list for the Seahawks. Because that is eight guys are injured from the Seahawks. Right. Next, we got uh, the Steelers-Dolphins. Are your boys riding the wave? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, Kenny Pickett had that concussion on Sunday. He's probably going to miss this game, which means we're going to be starting Trubisky. It's a night game in Miami. Teams usually don't do too hot when they go to Miami because the players are more. No, no, no. It's a (laughs) night game. It's a night game, buddy. I know. Players are. Yeah, players are a little preoccupied with certain kinds of clubs and stuff like that in Miami. So Smith wrote a whole song about it, guys. I think I'm going to have to go with the Dolphins, especially with Tua coming back. I'm going to rock Dolphins, too, um, just because the Steelers are doing horrible this year. That's about it. Bears-Patriots. Bears-Patriots. Um, By the way, we have three minutes and six seconds left, so we got to roll. Okay. Yeah, this is no contest. Sorry, Bears fans. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to kick their ass with Bailey Zappi. I'm going uh, Patriots as well. Now, with that said, there are four teams on the bye. Eagles, Bills, Vikings. Eagles, Bills, Vikings, Vikings, Rams. There you go. Woo! Um, but that is that is our predictions for next week. Um, I will write those down when I go to edit this so I can actually see who held true for next week when we do our recap. Right. I think we agreed on most of those games. We did. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. So you, all right. You can outro, buddy. I can outro. All right. Hopefully you guys did enjoy the show and enjoy the podcast. Anyway, 
if you check down below or in the description of the podcast, I'm sure Mr. Tyler here will link all of our social medias. Mr. Producer. So, hopefully you guys did enjoy. So uh, peace out. Peace out.